chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of Loose Lug Nuts, the NASCAR podcast by the average fan. For the average fan, I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside, as always, Thomas Dick. And Thomas, we had two different uh, races this weekend uh, at Dover, Delaware, the Monster Mile, uh, the Xfinity race, a lot of it under yellow. And then we had a dominant performance by Hendrick Motorsports in Sunday's race. So we're really going with Miles, the monster is the name of that monster. Yeah. What was that damn movie that you sent to Luke on Twitter? Cabin Boy. If anybody watches Cabin Boy, I know you haven't seen that movie. Great movie. Has Chris Elliott in it, along with whoever the hell the guy played the coach for Major League. And uh, David David Letterman makes a cameo appearance. Um, it's a cult classic. I'm not in a cult, but I recognize the classicness of the movie. But uh, yeah, he looks like uh, the iceberg that comes to life and they they kill him with a hot cup of joe you know sounds pretty awesome <laughs> it's a pretty good movie might help if you uh if you're schlossed all right so let's get to this weekend's race first we'll touch on the arca menards east race ty gibbs won that one he led all 125 laps uh he also led every lap in his arca win at kansas yeah, he's uh he dominates at that level right now between him and uh, Corey Haim, Corey Haim, one of the Corys. Um, also, uh, Josh Berry finished second in that race, and um, he will be a bridesmaid later. Um, we'll let you know about that. Yeah, so let's get into Saturday's Xfinity race. In stage one, we had the competition caution at lap 21, the big movers. Uh, Zane Smith moved up 20 spots from 39th to 19th, and John Hunter Nemechek moved up uh, from 30th to 16th. Yeah, the competition caution confuses me there. If none of the leaders are going to pit, I wish they would tell NASCAR ahead of time and then don't have the competition caution. I mean, does that make sense to have a competition caution? Because the whole reason you do it, you're supposed to, like, see how your tire wear is and all that stuff if you're no one's going to come in and check that out why do it well maybe they didn't want to well what I, like i'm saying they should ask the people ahead of time and go hey you guys want this and if no one wants it don't have it so we get through the uh, you're just gonna you're just no, <laughs> no opinion well, on i don't one? i mean it's just if they i think it i think it's good if it's there that it's there i mean they don't all right have, whatever i mean i guess in the arc anything. in the arca race where they use the the cheap ass tires apparently they were having tire issues and they had to sell them extra sets of tires so i mean i guess i guess it's good i just i'm confused when they have it and no one pits but i still think they should have it just because they haven't practiced or qualified or anything which we're gonna see next two weeks Oh my God, you got me all horned up. <laughs> you took that blue, blue emu. <laughs> <laughs> they kill baby emus for that. I didn't take that. Go on. So, all right. So we get to this uh, competition caution, no leaders pit with 13 laps left to go in stage one. Riley Herb spins out um, with help from John Hunter Nemechek. And it was very, uh, he should have done the uh, Kyle Bush. I, he, he did. did he, he did the he, Kyle he Busch spin, spin out once again. If you're going to spin out or get a flat or whatever or hit the wall, spin out. He doesn't lose a lap, so that'll come up huge for him later on. And then with one to go, we see Ty Gibbs and Austin Cendrick. They got into it a little bit, bumped them, 
Uh, Ty Gibbs bumped Cendric, a beautiful save by Cendric. I mean, that right there is a race uh, saving win, uh, uh, save for him. It might be a win saving save. Um, we'll see later on when the, we finish this up. But yeah, it was one of the best saves I've seen this year. Yeah, nice job by Austin Cindric for that save. Justin Allgar ended up winning uh, stage one. Josh Berry finished second. A.J. Allmendinger finished third. Harrison Burton fourth. And then Brandon Jones finished fifth. Yeah, and uh, Zane Smith uh, moved all the way up to 11th after he started 39th because he was a late car switch because uh, Justin Haley, um, COVID. Um, HIPAA, I don't know if he actually had COVID or that's just protocol. Um, but yeah, he wasn't in the race. I don't want to give away any of his medical secrets. And then another notable finish was John Hunter Nemechek, who again started in 30th. He finished 10th uh, at the end of stage one. The first stage was only 45 laps. And this is where you got pretty pissed off. I keep uh, getting irritated by this stuff. I just don't get it. Um, first stage, 45 laps. Once again, we had the same issue last week. This time the pits didn't open to lap 49. Like what is going on in those three laps besides commercials? Um, <laughs> uh, and they end up not starting the stage until lap 55, which yeah. like, how is a stage break nine to 10 laps? And then that, what was the next stage supposed to be 45 laps? Yep. So the next stage ends up being 35 laps. I don't like that confuses the, I would like an inquiry. I know that guy finished up the Gregson thing, the appeals guy. If he can become an inquiry guy and figure out where these missing laps are going. So we... Again, you have no... Well, <laughs> like, I mean, you... It is what it is. I'm just here to watch the race, man. I It takes a lot for me to get fed up. I've, I saw you this weekend. You get fed up pretty easily. Well, I mean, there's, hard, there's people that paid money to watch racing in Dover and instead they're paying to watch yellow flag laps which they would see plenty of in stage two but you do mention the pay, uh, pits did open uh pit road open on lap 49 we did see some strategy play out tommy joe martins and riley herbs didn't pit at all jeb burton had a two uh, tire pit to move up 13 spots to third uh brandon brown also made a two tire change he moved up 12 spots to fifth all of them had pitted earlier and they got passed pretty quickly once we started stage two yeah, they uh, the only one that ended up paying off for was Riley Herbst. Um, they had all pitted on that um, with 13 to go, the uh, Herbst spin out, you know, so they all pitted there. So, um, they, they moved up some spots once again, it'll pay off for Herbst, but the other ones, it's nego uh, not like you couldn't tell they did it. Stage two, vicious wreck, they were talking about it all weekend. It was, I, it was pretty bad. So there's a there's a wreck on the back stretch between Matt Jaskell, Jesse Little, and Josh Williams. And Jaskell's car ended up on top of I think it was Jesse Little's car, and they had to go to a red flag to uh, get all that cleaned up. They never I don't think they ever really showed how they got the car off the other car, but it, I thought it was I'd I never thought Miles that. did Miles not come out there? <laughs> no, they, they killed him with a cup of Joe. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, I mean, it was, he ended up on top of them, but it wasn't like a violent on top of, it was like a slowly processing on top of. Um, uh, we'll, yeah. still, we'll have you go hundred miles. Although no, I did. And, and have a car land on top. What did I write on my notes? Vicious. Vicious. I said it was vicious. So I just didn't think it was as vicious as you thought. Oh yeah. It, was. it wasn't, you know, we, it's not like a hard, you know, it still sucked for. So lap 68, Brandon <laughs> Jones in the dash for cash. His day is ruined. 
and uh because he rex with zane smith they were battling for 14th zane had said he had zero breaks and we'll we'll read more about that in the uh, cup race but well, yeah then, well then the big thing with the brandon jones um getting eliminated from the dash for the cash is that meant that it was going to a junior motorsports guy regardless so um, you had uh, Josh Berry and Justin Allgaier, Noah Gregson up near the front. The big thing with them was they're racing for the win, but then also the $100,000. Yep. And then Kyle Sieg, we mentioned the other day, his first Xfinity race, it ends abruptly. Uh, he's under the wall with six to go. Um, stage ended up like most of the, or the, the, the stage ended like most of it went under yellow flag. Um, Cause with six to go, they're like, Hey, um, why even bother letting people do some pit strategy and whatnot? We're just going to keep it closed for 14 laps. Um, you, you really want this episode to go by quick. You're not even offering analysis. You're just jumping to the next bullet point. Well, no, I mean, what was I analyzing there? Oh, you're just talking about Brandon. I mean, Kyle Seager ran into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and then they went to like 52 yellow laps. Yeah, so the stage ends under a yellow. We had quite a few yellow laps as we mentioned laps 59 through 64 um that was the big wreck on the back then on lap 69 we had the incident with zane smith and brandon jones and then again we had a 10 lap caution um that included the kyle sieg um wreck and then the stage two conclusion so it just seemed like stage two just dragged on and on and on with all those caution flags and then again the 10 lap caution at the end of the stage yeah and there might i mean there might have been a nine green flag laps there i'm not going to do the math on it but the pit strategy like we said sort of ends up working out for herbst i mean he finishes in stage two uh finishes stage two and tenth gets one point it's not a big deal but he was he was down pretty low uh before that so um you know worked out for him yeah josh josh what were you saying I was going to say another first uh, oh, yeah. career stage win. Yeah, Josh Berry got his first career stage win. He was followed by Allgaier, Sendrick, Almondinger, Harrison Burton, Noah Gregson, Michael Annette, John Hunter Nemechek, uh, Ty Gibbs, and Riley Herbst. So, again, we see junior motorsports dominating um, early on at the end of stage two, again, finishing first, second, uh, sixth, and seventh. Yep. Um, the end of the race – Allgaier and Barry consistently the best for the pretty much the uh, the first 90 laps of the race, but then Gregson slowly creeping up. Uh, and then he starts fading in the third stage, which is weird. Didn't really get a, a read on why that happened. Um, waited for the announcers to mention something from Pitts, and uh, they never really said anything. Uh, Barry passes Allgaier with 88 to go, uh, 62 laps to go. Nemechek blows a tire. He was running top 10 the whole race. Um, he doesn't need a, a Bush style spin out because even though he's going really sp- slow and there's no debris on the track, they throw the flag. Yeah. Once again, my the consistency there blows my mind. So he doesn't lose a lap, but he sort of limps home. He yeah. finishes 32nd. Um, Which is disappointing a- for Sam Hunt Racing and the owner ports, but especially since he had such a good car that was able to run in the top 10 the entire race. Yeah, I mean, that, that was the reason you put him in the car. You, you're wanting to see what kind of finish you can get. You're thinking with that driver, you can get a top 10. They've been pretty, you know, they haven't been awful with the other drivers they've put in there. Um, 
middle of the pack but this was their way of saying hey we got a pretty good car let's get drivers to get the most out of them did Um, you see did you see the reason for the caution on the final report i did not possible fluid on the track oh wow i feel like okay yeah maybe maybe not i don't know it's possible anything's possible so they uh restart with 56 laps to go barrett uh, Barry initially gets out, but Allgaier gets by him after a lap alongside Cindric. Yep, and then uh, Cindric gets his first lead with 50 to go. Uh, it's his first lead of the race. Um, uh, Allgaier has a little bit of uh, tire smoke, and that was caused by Cindric, correct? There was a, yeah. they, were, they were on the he was on the inside. They had a little rub. Yeah, um, it looked like he uh, messed up Allgaier's car a little bit. So that sort of takes uh, out any, I don't know, suspense at the end of the race. Uh, Cindric pretty much wins it running away. He wins by over four seconds. I, someone picked him to win. Oh, no, I didn't because I'm an oh. idiot. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I changed from Cindric to Allgaier. And the only reason I changed is because you didn't pick Allgaier. Um, but anyhow, we're both pretty smart, as you can yeah. see by – what the hell happened we got loose lug nuts in our head we should be fine ten thousand dollars every week (laughs) but uh cindric uh comes in first barry wins the uh a hundred thousand allgaier almondinger ty gibbs harrison burton michael net ryan sieg daniel hemrick and brandon brown wrap up up the top 10 and then it was interesting so noel gregson had finished six and six in both stages he finished a lap down and we have conflicting reports and I don't know if any of them changed, but this was just right after the race. Bob Pockris said that um, they had to tighten some assumed loose lug nuts because they wanted to avoid some post-race um, infractions and fines. We would have loved it. It helps our brand and our name. But then Jamie Little tweeted that she uh, talked to Gregson after the race, and he said it was due to fuel issues. So well, then, either one, I feel, yeah, I feel like well, no one it, else really it, had it, fuel it, issues. So. Yeah, I mean... To me, if it's a fuel thingy, if you're that late, right, that late in the race, I would think you would. I would think you would gamble, but I. Yeah. It's only a mile track; you can coast. Yeah, can't you? I think you can. Yeah, you'd be able to. Um, so I tend to go with the lug nuts thingy, but I always want to believe Jamie Little. So yeah, going so either, either way. No, uh, Gregson, who had been running in the top ten all day, finishes finishes fifteenth. Uh, uh, on the day, some huge, huge points days for Josh Berry. He scored 54. Justin Allgaier scored 53. Austin Sendrick had 51. Almondanger finished with 48th and Harrison Burton with 44. Yeah. Um, bad luck for um, Brandon Jones. As we mentioned, he got in that run in um, with Zane Smith. He finishes 35th. Uh, Sam Hunt Racing, we also mentioned, uh, finished 32nd with the uh, John Hunter Nemechek, and then Zane Smith, who was filling in uh, for Justin Haley, finished 36 despite racing pretty good the whole race. And you mentioned Justin Haley. He was out. Uh, he got a COVID waiver, so he's still um, eligible for the playoffs. As we take a look at the points standings, Austin Sendrickson first. He's got three race wins, five stage wins. He's got 20 playoff points. He's first 
by 62 points over Daniel Hemrick, who's in second. Harrison Burton, third. A.J. Allmendinger, fourth. Jeb Burton, fifth. Justin Allgaier, sixth. Gregson, seventh. Justin Haley, eighth. Matt Myatt Snyder, ninth. And then Jeremy Clements, uh, in the Booze Pops car that will be in Pocono. He's in tenth. Love our Booze Pops. Um, haven't had any today. Um, as soon as the shipment comes in from Booze Pops, we'll be cannonballing those before the episode starts. That's what we could do Instagram Live on. We'll do it. Yeah, we've been. Day. If people have ideas of how to do Instagram Live, let me know. Um, that's what, like, Kyle Weatherman does it every ten minutes, and I think it helps his brand. And so does Noah Gregson and Robbie yeah. Gordon. Yeah, and we want to be with those guys. Um, yeah, first time all year. Uh, college cars have been a uh, uh, college car singular has been out of the uh, top six with Haley dropping to eighth. Now he gets the waiver if he wins. Uh, lose uh misses one more race though he starts to get into the uh you know not really danger zone but you know he starts getting near that cutoff line so um hopefully he gets back uh to driving here pretty soon um you know health first drive second um all guy moves up two spots to sixth he's uh pretty solid um especially with the two race wins michael and that moves up to 11th um one spot above the cutoff line. Bron- Brandon Jones drops down to the last cutoff, so that accent for him was huge. Brandon Brown is nine points out. Riley Herps, 24 back. Ryan Sieg, 44 back. So we're getting to the nitty-gritty of the playoff standings. We'll get into more of that for our preview episode on Friday as we transition into Sunday's race, also sponsored by Dry Dean. This one twice as long, just as exciting probably a little bit more exciting because there wasn't as many yellows but we get to stage one martin truex jr dominated last week he's starting from the pole he's had a lot of success here he led the first 15 laps and then we don't see him the rest of the race yeah they go to a a 42,069 minute commercial break and when he comes back he's in fourth at lap 23 um he gets passed by uh, a train of, well, no, not, I was going to, I almost messed up like uh, Kenny Wallace the other day, <laughs> almost getting car owners mixed up. I was going to say a train of Hendrick cars, but Harvick's not Hendrick. Uh, Byron, uh, William Byron, Kyle Larson, and Kevin Harvick all passed Truex as his front nose is not gripping. Oh, that see. sounds like you want it to grip on, on Miles the Monster. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he was like the favorite and he had run well. So, so well there the last couple of years, um, just shocking. I mean, I know one person picked him who was shocked. Luckily he covered his ass by picking the long shot. (laughs) I I was still shocked. And then Um, another, uh, Ty Gibbs car that had some troubles early on and he was a non-factor was Kyle Bush. He had a cylinder that wasn't hitting and he was a half a second lower, slower than, um, anybody else by the competition caution and here's the weird thing and this is why we're just average fans um, um, shit who's the announcer I'm blanking on his name Clint Boyer uh, he said that he could hear it like you can when the cars go by you can tell that a car is like missing a cylinder and I'm like maybe I'm always just drunk when I go to NASCAR races or I got earplugs in but I he said that he could hear that the car wasn't sounding right yeah um I think I could hear a car like I'd have to be there. We, you couldn't hear it over TV. And 
I think when we're at the speedway, you can hear when a a car that ain't so right goes by. You probably haven't noticed it because you've been sloshed. <laughs> I'm thinking, but I, I think you'd be able to hear. And uh, well, Clint makes up a lot of stuff. I feel like. Yeah, but he's awesome. I want him on the show. Yes, like if we can get him and Kenny Wallace to uh, be our adopted uncles. I'm all for that. If we could get Clint Boyer or Kenny Wallace to come on the show and do some booze pops with us, I think we would have the best show of all time. So back Already to the race. Did. Back to race. We get to the competition caution, and a bad day gets worse for Truex. They had some loose lug nut issues, so they said that a lug nut had fallen off and gotten into the jack, and it took him three or four times to get the car jacked up, so he falls down to 12th. Yeah, I think that was sabotage, loose lug nut sabotage. And if I'm going to make a jack, I probably have a lug nut keeper outer thingy. Well, maybe it got in under the side. Like if you can invent right. that, uh, uh, invent a loose, like uh, a colleague does the leaf filter things. I think that keeps the leaves out of your gutters. Yeah. If he can think, of, like he needs a call up uh, colleague and say, hey, we need something to keep the bolts out of our, uh, the lug nuts out of our, uh, our jack and use leaf filter technology to, to stop this in the future. That's a good idea. Maybe we'll present it to him. And we have some other issues. Michael McDowell has no a brakes. <laughs> he has a brake pedal going to the floor, so he has no brakes. And I feel like that's problematic. Um, and then Kyle Bush came over the radio. It's going to blow. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> They knew something was wrong, and Kyle Busch basically told him, look, we're just going to run it until the car blows up, which that has to be the most frustrating thing, where you're, you're a car that should be competing, and you're not in a competitive car. Like, some of those guys know that you're not going to be competing for a win. They just know. But him, you're just riding along, and you're a half a second slower than everybody. That's got to be so brutal. Yeah, and you just grind it out. And then, wait, William Byron. No brakes! <laughs> like when they say they have no brakes like i'm always like oh my god they're gonna run into the damn wall and the fact that they finish the race amazes me or they don't run over a pit crew member so when they're screaming no brakes or mentally i'm screaming no brakes as they're saying their foot's going down to the pedal like yeah the fact that byron finishes the race and finishes it pretty well uh, amazes me probably doesn't amaze people that know what the shit's going on so then we get to lap 43 and Chase Elliott, who had to start from the rear for the fourth time this year uh, due to uh, some pre-race adjustments that weren't approved, failing inspection before the race. He makes a charge and he's into the top 10 by lap 43. Yeah, we're going to call him the caboose, uh, the caboose <laughs> Elliott. Um, and his fan, you know, oh, his God, fan had to be excited by lap 43. <laughs> So if you didn't watch the race, they showed this guy that was decked out and chasing you in 10 years. Oh God. If that's not me in five years, I'm going to be pissed. He was in a decked out chase Elliott shirt, just slugging beers. And he was going bananas. And I think he kissed his friend on the cheek. He did. And it was awesome. And then Clint Boyer was like, if I want to see that guy clock in at 8 AM, he'll be a little fuzzy. <laughs> yeah. No way. He was clocking in at eight. So we get to the end of stage one. Kyle Larson uh, is by far and away the best car out there. He finishes first. Denny Hamlin finishes second. Ryan Blaney third. Uh, fourth went to Chase Elliott. Fifth went to Kevin Harvick and the beautiful Hunt Brothers Pizza Ford. Uh, sixth was William Byron. 
Uh, seventh was Joey Logano. Eighth, Alex Bowman. Ninth, Chris Buescher. And then tenth, Brad Keselowski. Yeah, uh, Harvick and Byron had been running top three the the whole stage, and they faded towards the end, back to fifth and sixth. Um, the one thing I noticed, Chase Briscoe would have been the lucky dog. And, like, if he gets the lucky dog there, I think his whole race is different because the person who gets the, like, ends up getting the lucky dog stays on the lead lap the rest of the race until something else happens, like final destination. But anyhow, Chase Briscoe blows a tire on the last lap, gets huge damage. What's he? He finished, like, 50-something laps back. Yeah, he was um, 50, no, 65 laps back, finishes 35th. But... I mean, the thing with being that you want to stay on the lead lap because even if you get the lucky dog, you're on the lead lap, but you have to start behind everybody. So he yeah. had to work his way through traffic. So I appreciate how hard he was racing. It was just unfortunate that um, he uh, blew a tire. Well, and he was racing a teammate, and Eric Almirola gets the lucky dog. So it seems like his race is going to be awesome. Well, he gets the lucky dog. Well, we'll get to him in the final stage. So stage two, um, nothing really exciting. Well, I, I guess Amarola was stage two, but... Um, no, he was stage three. That's the no, he, well, he was stage two. Oh, are you sure? No, there's no way if he went in at lap three. Well, anyhow, go on. Uh, uh, stage, stage two, three. stage two was boring as shit. Kyle Larson dominated. Chase Elliott was in shouting distance with them. He Kyle Larson ends up winning the stage two again. Elliott finishes second. Bowman moves up to third. Byron fourth. And we start to see those Hendrick cars uh, start dominating. They finish one, two, three, four. Denny Hamlin fifth. Harvick sixth. Kurt Busch uh, seventh. Keselowski eighth. Austin Dillon and Tyler Reddick round out the top 10. Yep. Um, just seeing those Hendricks up there, followed by the uh, Gibbses and the uh, one Stuart Haas. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it just looks like Hendricks running away with it, like he made a deal with the devil. So we get to the final stage. Uh, pretty clean racing uh, for the most part until we get to uh, lap 300. Uh, that's where Eric Amarola has to have the most unlucky season of all time. Again, we are seeing Larson and uh, dominate with those Hendrick cars, and then Amarola just goes into the wall, and it was a hard, hard, hard hit. He got out of his car, and he just, like, bent over and just looked like he had no idea where the hell he was. Yeah, I feel like at this point, like, it was like you were watching a Final Destination movie, but instead of the result being a gruesome death, um, it's just a shitty finish because it looked like he avoided it when yeah. his teammate Briscoe uh, crashes in – he gets the lucky dog instead of Briscoe. You're like, oh my God, things are finally working out for Eric Almarola. And and then this shit happens. Like he like and he even improved at the stage pit. They were like he got up to like 10th or 9th or 10th. And they're like, oh, they did yeah. something to really help that car out. It's starting to compete. And then whammo. Like it's so sad. Yeah. It's like he finished what yesterday, last race. He, he finished, finished, he finished last. He finished dead last. So two straight races, he's finished dead last. Well, I'm saying you know, this race, he finished dead last. Oh, yeah. But the other race, he either finished 36 or 37th. Yeah. So I he think only he was 37th because he, he crashed before Custard. Yeah, I think he only got one or two points last week. And then this week, he only got one point. So, uh, Eric, will you feel for you? Um, you know, just keep on grinding. Um, maybe start testing out that next-gen car for next year. <laughs> Get a little head start. So we get to uh, the all those cars come around to pit during that caution, which came out on lap 303. 
and this is where the race is won. Alex Bowman's pit crew put forth the fastest pit crew time all season. Get him out in front, and he is in front of Larson, and it was a lead. Spoiler alert that he doesn't relinquish. We have two other cautions in the next 20 laps, and this is where we see some pit moves by Logano, Busher, Hamlin, Blaney, Chastain, Truex, Dillon, and Kurt Busch. They came in on the first caution, and then when the second caution comes out, um, this one for debris we see uh custer logano and busher uh come back in but that first caution my guy recky stenhouse jr goes into uh fast pasta anthony alfredo and this is where i don't really understand but like what the hell are you doing it's a lap car i don't know whose fault it is and i'm not gonna say either get out of the way or just hang out for a second because he got in recky got into, I should have called him Ricky, but Recky got into uh, Alfredo and then uh, Recky gets hit and back by Keselowski. Yeah. In the, like, I don't know if fast pasta made a deal. His name's Anthony Alfredo. I feel stupid to call him fast pasta. No, that's what our guy called him. Well, fast fettuccine, whatever. I feel like he made a TV deal because I saw him a lot, 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 lot more in this race than I saw these following racers that finished in the top 20. I saw him a lot more than Cole Custer. I saw him a lot more than uh, Austin Dillon. I saw him a lot more than Ross Chastain. I saw him a lot more than Chris Busher. I saw him a lot more than Ryan Priest. And he was running in like the 30s. And it yeah. wasn't when he was, they, there was a couple times they just showed him driving around and they're talking about him. <laughs> I'm like, he's in the 20, like, yeah. anyhow yeah so, so then we get a, a debris caution at lap 326 and as i mentioned logano busher and custer come into pit and this is where it paid off for logano because he had dropped off he was in the 15 to 20 range and then with about five laps to go he passes kevin harvick and he ends up uh, with a top five finish yeah i think uh if there's a yellow at the end he even he even muscles in and breaks up that uh what we'll talk about here in a little bit the, the hendrick one through four he was just a fast car at the end yeah, um, and, and i love this strategy because i mean if you something's not right because you're obviously not running in the top 10 just come in and fix it i mean what's the worst that can happen you're going to finish where you were anyway and it ended up paying off so nice job by logano and his uh team and crew chief making that decision well and, and that was a backup that was a ba that was a backup crew chief so he you know he showed some uh Guile, you know, he's he'll now be in the future, he'll be the Wiley crew chief. Um, for coming up with something like that, yeah. And, and both the restarts, uh, like once Bowman got out in front on that pit, he won the next two restarts or three restarts, I should say. So it was him, and it seemed like all the other Hendrick cars were identical at that point, so it was just going to be a train to the end. So Alex Bowman ended up winning. Um, the race and was this fixed? Uh, Bowman's car was already in Miles the Monster's hand out front of the track. Yeah, I thought the race was fixed. Um, they claimed Allies like a big sponsor of the track, but that seems shady. See, I thought it was just a like paying homage to Jimmy Johnson. Could have been. Maybe Ally was paying homage by buying that spot. I don't know. It's like, yeah. So, oh, because that's that's actually what I thought when the race started, and yeah. I saw it up there before the race. But then when Bowman won, I was like, "Oh my gosh, yeah. let me jump on QAnon and see what they're saying." <laughs>
So uh, some other uh, news outside of it. Jayski reported that Rick Hendrick was saying they're close to closing a multi-year extension for Bowman. Sort of a big win for his stature. Um, you know, he's he had kind of been around like, hey, we'll get one win a year type thing. But this is big for him. Yeah, I mean, who would have thought he would have been the uh, the second driver to win multiple races this year? And I know you mocked me, um, not on air because you weren't man enough to, but off air you mocked me for picking him as a long shot. Well, no, um, I, I agreed with the long shot, but then friend of the program, I always like to plug him, Luke Hillen texted me and said, hey, for the long shots moving forward, we should pick people that are outside of the playoffs to win. Well, think about it. They'll never win the thing, though. But who well i guess yeah <laughs> well you never know well they could but anyhow um yeah i just uh if he gets a contract extension that's huge for him because i know bob pockrass did a thing a couple weeks ago about the top 10 drivers under 30 yep. um for who he would want on his team and he didn't have bowman as one of the 10 and that caused me to scratch my head, but well, and then they said on the broadcast too that the average age of the Hendrick drivers are twenty six years old. Yeah, that so, could be. A, uh, you know, maybe greed will come in at some point. You know, who knows? Somebody might maybe. pay somebody more. Yeah. So you know, Michael Jordan only writes checks to the winners, and and yeah. Bubba hasn't won yet. <laughs> so we get well, Alex Bowman wins. Kyle Larson finishes second. Chase Elliott third. William Byron fourth. Joey Logano fifth. Kevin Harvick sixth. Denny Hamlin seventh. Tyler Reddick, eighth. Daniel Suarez with a very nice race, finishing ninth. Cole Custer, 10th. Bubba Wallace in 23-11 racing, finishing 11th. So we have Hendrick go one, two, three, four. Yeah, and our favorite, uh, Jayski, uh, reports this is just the third time the same organization has finished one through four. And then Fox Stats guy, Patrick Perrain, tells us 2005, Roush Fenway, one, two, three, four, with Greg Biffle, Mark Martin, Matt Kenseth and Carl Edwards. I should have wrote their first names. <laughs> like you would think I'd remember them because it was only 15 years ago, but I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, Greg, what's Biffle's first name? Greg, Greg, Greg. <laughs> it's Senator Carl Edwards. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, so, so yeah. You, you think it's bizarre. So Kyle Larson, and we saw this earlier this year at Atlanta where he won the first two stages with the dominant car, led the most laps. He led 263 of the 400 laps. Uh, on Sunday he didn't win they kind of build him up as like hey this guy's super close but you know he can never win yeah it was bizarre because not it was like I went back and watched the pre-race pre, pre show. I didn't go back to watch I was like I was doing some other stuff and after YouTube TV was done watching that race it like Satan took over the computer and immediately went to the pre-race show and they brought it up there which I found odd they're like oh my gosh now, I'm confused by the stats, too. I didn't actually look this up because I, I didn't care enough about it because I thought it was just bizarrely stupid. They said, they're like, oh, my God, he, the graphic they used said he has 24 top two finishes. And he has just seven wins out of those. And they said that's 22.6%. It's not. It's 29.6. I ran it like immediately when I'm like seven, like mentally I'm doing seven divided by 21 is 33.3. So how could 24 be that low? What's that? 23.3 repeating, of course. Oh yeah. Repeating, of course. Um, so how could 
24B all the way down to 22. So of course I pulled out my calculator. I was like, no, that's 29.6. So common core math or just stupidity, the Fox graphic person divided seven by 31 instead of seven by 24, which leads me to wonder if he has 31 top 20, like does he have seven wins in 24 seconds? Or does he have seven and 17? I think it was seven. I understood it as seven and 17. But the mass says seven and 24. Once again, I, I to me, you're like poo-pooing a guy that has seven wins, which isn't awful for as young as he is. Yeah. Like they're making it like he's – like if he's uh, Mikey Waltrip and he has 482 races <laughs> and he's finished second in like yeah. 30 of them but never won it, then you could say, oh, my God, this guy sucks balls. He's yeah. always a bridesmaid. But they built it up like he's always the bridesmaid and he's not. So – I mean, I agree with you. I think, like, he was dominant the whole time. Everybody wanted to be like him. They finally got all the Hendricks cars, at least, were all around him. But, I mean, I'd I'd take a second-place finish. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not as good as first. But, you know, for what the, the goal of the season is, it you know, it's not awful. And he lost to a teammate. And it wasn't really his fault unless maybe he missed a spot in the pit. I don't know. Yeah. But. It's tough to beat the fastest pit time unless you of the year unless you come up with something miraculous and get even better pit time. But yeah, I just it was bizarre that it was both pre-race and then post-race. I didn't I don't like what they're trying to make them out to be shitty. And as you would say, it was like the 42,069th time Larson's led the most laps and hasn't won this year. But really yeah. it's just the second. Oh, I thought it was third. What was the other one? Atlanta, this one. What was the other one? I'd have to look it up. I'll get to you on the preview. Anyhow, Logano finished fifth. We talked about that. Um, so the pitting at uh, the caution paid off for both him and Custer, who finished 10th. Um, got Stuart Haas. We covered it with the final destination thing. Last week, they finished 36th, 37th. This week, they finished 35th, 37th. Goo. They, did, goo. they did have the six by Harvick and the 10th by Custer, but it's just, it's like they're constantly spinning their wheels and like, and even Leah Pruitt didn't do good in the uh, NHRA race this weekend. So anyone associated with Tony Stewart is spinning their wheels at this point. It's time to, you know, come together, get the shit straightened out. Let's get Stuart Haas back where they belong. So some uh, big point days, 50-point races for Kyle Larson. He finished with 55 as he won stage one, stage two, and then finished second. Bowman finished with 51, and then Chase Elliott, you mentioned how he had to start from the rear. He finished third, gets everybody uh, fried pickles on Monday at Hooters. Um, he finished with 50 points. Some 40-point days for William Byron. He finished with 45. Hamlin also had 45, and then Harvick with 42. I mean, fried pickles, is that the best Hooters can do? Like, I, if they give away mozzarella sticks, I'm there every time he finishes in the top 10. I'm not a pickle guy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It gets people in the restaurant, I guess. I, mean, I only go know. when we get free boneless wings. Yeah. I mean, if they, gave, show, if they gave away free mozzarella sticks, we'd go every Monday, I would think. Yeah. So Hooters, I mean, maybe that's their plan. They're like, hey, pretend like we're giving away good stuff, but really we're just giving away pickles. Maybe some people like pickles. I don't know. Maybe the Chase Elliott guy that they showed on TV was just so hung over today that he had to eat something fried and went to Hooters and got fried pickles. Yeah, I don't know. So some Sad. good some good finishes for Tyler Reddick. He finished eighth. Daniel Suarez ninth. Those guys needed uh, 
they needed stage points with those top 10 finishes. Um, Tyler Raddick finished 10th in stage two, but Daniel Suarez didn't get anything. Yeah, I mean, the, the final finish looks good, but then when you look at the points, they're just pulling in like the 25 range. And I mean, if you do that every race from the beginning of the year, that's good. But when you're trying to make up ground, you need the uh, the stage points to go with it. And then, uh, as we mentioned, Bubba Wallace finished 11th. He's still looking for his top 10 of the season. And some guys that looked like they were going to have better results, but didn't Kurt Busch, um, Ross Chastain, and Chris Buescher, they had okay days. I mean, uh, Chastain finished 15th, Buescher finished 17th, Kurt Busch finished 13th. So not terrible results, but they looked like they had really good cars, especially in the early going. Yeah, with 100 laps to go, I would have figured all three of those were cars that would be top 10 worthy um but i don't know the last couple i mean they came in at 316 and i don't know that uh, they made the adjustments that need to be made to get by the the cars in front of them and then uh martin truex jr who we mentioned um started from the pole led the first 15 laps uh 16 laps sorry uh he ends up finishing 19th and he finished a lap down just a bizarre race for him but to me spoiler alert i might pick him to win the race because he seems like the kind of guy who's like went into the competition meeting this morning and was just like just pissed off and so he's going to come out ready to go but and we'll have practice and qualifying so it's not like he has to start in the middle of the pack and he's he was was he not one of the ones who already ran at that track too yeah I want to say him, Elliot, and uh, Kozlowski, I thought. Kozlowski. Yeah, so, so, and he's got some there, but it was just a bizarre race for him. Just never really had it going from the get go. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't call it bad luck. It was just, bah, bah. It was just one thing after. And he, like, who thinks that they're going to get a freaking lug nut stuck in the jack and you drop that far? But I guess that is bad luck now that I think about it. But, uh, so, as we look at the point standings heading into Coda, Denny Hamlin's in first by 101 points despite not winning a race. William Byron second. Martin Truex third, just a point behind uh, William Byron. Joey Logano fourth. Kyle Larson fifth. Ryan Blaney sixth. Chase Elliott seventh. Kevin Harvick eighth. Brad Keselowski ninth. Kyle Busch tenth. Austin Dillon eleventh. Christopher Bell twelfth. Alex Bowman thirteenth. Chris Buescher fourteenth. Tyler Reddick fifteenth. And Michael McDell sixteenth. Yeah, I just, it uh, reiterates what a bizarre year it's been so far we're at the midway point and both the points leader uh, denny hamlin and the reigning champion uh chase elliott do not have a win how weird is, is that weird i and feel like you, that and then you can even throw in kevin harvick who dominated last year as well he doesn't have a win either yeah he yeah he had the most wins last year i believe didn't he yeah yeah so it just bizarre 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 and we'll talk more about that when we do our it's going to be a coda uh preview slash mid uh because we're at the midpoint of the regular season 13 races just happened so we'll get into all of that on friday we have a special episode for you uh coming out tomorrow we were able to spend some time with bailey curry who is from the austin area got to talk to him pick his brain a little bit i think you guys will enjoy it it was a pretty good interview about 20 minutes long, so we're thankful for Bailey Curry to spend some time with us, but that will be coming out tomorrow. Yeah, really good insight, and it, it you know, it breaks up us talking about, uh, you know, preview, review. It's good to talk to some racers, get their ideas on uh, some of the stuff we covered. Uh, there is thoughts on practice, 
um, just his thoughts on his season so far, even got into some talk about barbecue. So it'll be a really good episode. So be sure to look out for that. That will be coming out tomorrow again. Follow us on Twitter at Loose Lug Nuts Pod or on Instagram at Loose Lug Nuts Podcast. If you have some ideas for us on how we can uh, do some live, go live like uh, Noah Gregson, Kyle Weatherman, and Robbie Gordon all the time, let us know. Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. This has been our Dover recap. We will see you on Wednesday, and then we will preview Coda on Friday. See you guys. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain. Started running many stops when I was 13. And won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hill and Drilling Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion